three, two, one, go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Triad of the Force podcast, <laughs> a podcast from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is our Metal Monday reaction and analysis. We are doing episode 12, The Siege. So uh, for people that follow us or, you know, are around, I was talking to the Geeky Waffle last night about the episode as well, which was super fun. And we had Mo talking with Pink Milk and his buddies at Pink Milk After Dark uh, about the episode as well. So I think this is the first time we've actually talked about it amongst ourselves. But uh, what did you think, Mo, talking to you know other people about <laughs> Bando? So yeah, so on Friday at, I guess, midnight, my time, we had a serving pink milk after dark with Brian, Emma, and Mark. Mm -hmm. And it was a very interesting experience. I, I had to be honest, I was a little bit off my game. I was kind of tired. <laughs> past your bedtime. Past my bedtime. But I mean, even, off your, even off your game, you're still sharp. Apparently, apparently, I still have like some sharp words, but I was kind of falling asleep, but it was really fun. It was interesting. <laughs> uh, just being able to experience the episode from a different lens, a different perspective than we were, we're used mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's just an amazing, it was an amazing, amazing experience. And I will definitely mm -hmm. repeat it and hopefully they'll be able to come to the show. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we already how had how, how was uh, how was geeky waffle it was good i mean it was a little bit you know intimidating at first because when mm -hmm. i first came on it seemed like everybody already knew each other and mm -hmm. you know we're just starting out and but it, they were still very welcoming and kind of excited that you know when i first said i was a newbie they're really excited i think they really appreciate you know more people coming into the community mm -hmm. of star wars and you know, talking to each other and finding new perspectives. And it was fun. I mean, it, it's great to talk Star Wars. So, I mean, that's the reason we're doing the channel. And, you know, the more people that we talk to, the more, you know, perspectives that we get to see. Yeah. So, exactly. I mean, and, I, I, mean I, I saw both of your guys' episodes and, like, I definitely concur. It was so much fun to see two, two wildly different takes from Geeky Waffle and Pink Milk, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, kind of what we're aiming at, right? Giving another point of view. So it's always fun to see our points of view kind of clash with other, I mean, clash in a good way, uh, with uh -huh. other people's points of views. It, it makes the experience that much more valuable and yeah. enriches, right? Our, our own yeah. opinions on what mm -hmm. we're doing. So, and, and you are on Geeky Waffle too, Goose. Yes. For episode 10? 10, chapter 10. Yeah. The spiders. The eggs and and that and that one <laughs> the had the infamous <laughs> eggs and yeah. that one that one was a uh, felt 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 intense because I think there were at one point there that was a weird sound baby Yoda just made yeah uh, I feel like I that one like was 10. egg sorry no I was just I was oh. just saying that on that on that one there were like ten people and I think like at one point so it was like oh my god there's like so many people here well and it was like, extra charged because so it was the night of the elections when they yeah, it, actually it, agreed yeah. on you know the winner and i think everybody was sauced maybe more Everyone than necessary was yes 
<laughs> but it worked. It worked out really well because everyone was in a mm. good mood. One and two, despite everyone being sauced, it, like it, the conversation flowed very naturally, and no one was really <laughs> talking over each other. So like it, it went really well. I'm really happy about it. Yes. So uh, for uh, any uh, of our uh, listeners who are interested, go check out the Kiki Waffle and yes, all the conversations please. we're having. Mo is going to be on the last episode of Mando with our friend Ty Black. So I think that is going to be a great one. I think Mo and Ty are going to, you know, just synergize very beautifully. And uh, listen to Brian and Pink Milk. They're fantastic as well. Brian is an amazing person. I haven't met the other ones, obviously, because I haven't been, but Brian is just fantastic. Oh, we will. I think we will. Hopefully, hopefully 2022 at Anaheim, we can all just uh, <laughs> gather and finally meet in person. Combine our forces into Combine one Uber podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's get into the actual episode. The Siege, yes. Chapter 12, siege. by or Chapter 12, The Siege, by mm-hmm. directed by the infamous, the great Carl Weathers. Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Yes. Who, who, who clearly, clearly loves Baby Yoda. Clearly loves yes. Baby Yoda. Although, Cheers. I know we all love him from uh, the, the Rocky films, but for me, I always forget the name of his character, but for me, one of his best performances is always going to be on Arrested Development. He was just oh, hilarious yeah. in that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his character, but he was fantastic. Yes. With the fake hand. <laughs> no, wait, that wasn't Happy Gilmore. Sorry, that wasn't Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Whoops. Cut myself. Oh my god. Cut myself. <laughs> Before I wrecked myself. Eh. It's fine. We all get to make mistakes. Yes, yes. I've made plenty. You said it, not me. I know. Anyway, so the episode again. Uh, so, I, so the I'd episode. like to yeah. So when it starts out, you know, it's the the ship is basically the racer crest is basically held on now by like algae strings like just you know completely falling apart the more it falls apart the more it looks to me like the serenity Mm -hmm. it just like it really does and then you know the whole because we talked about it was probably going to happen like he has to go fix his ship we're not going to get ahsoka this Mm -hmm. episode he's probably going to have to like do something and and i do love that they go back to navarro Mm because you know where all it all began and you know (laughs) the ship i mean when they first get there, like the ramp can't even go all the way down. Like it gets stuck halfway. It's like, God, how did you even make it here? But before, before we even land is that whole scene with a baby Yoda in the little, in the little small compartment trying to, you know, switch the cables. cables. It was such, it was such a, such a good scene though, because it it was finally showed them working together. One, And two, it shows like how much like Mando has grown in terms of his patience with Baby Yoda. I mean, yeah. even though Baby Yoda doesn't achieve the goal of plugging <laughs> the wire, close. he yeah. did get close, close. Of plugging that red wire where the blue yeah. wire went. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mando didn't get upset, didn't yeah. get disappointed. Yeah. He was he accepted the child's failure and was like, okay, then let's find yeah. a different solution, which I felt was so such an important way for him to deal with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. especially framing you know what's coming next yeah. yeah and and i think it was also a really cute nod to our favorite before baby yoda baby which was mm-hmm. baby groot 
you know, and, and <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy too with the whole button. I need tape. I need to block yeah. it off because he's going to make a mistake. It was very like that. And it was fantastic. And, and, and you can actually see that, you know, Baby Yoda is learning because when he says like the red one and he actually pulls the red one, it's like, hey, I got the right one. It's like, keep them apart. Oh, together? Wait. Just obviously gets electrocuted. And, and I love Din's reaction. It's just like, well, at least you tried. You yes. know, it, well, well he, he got one thing right. Yeah, he, was he, supposed he to picked get the red. A, a, a red and a blue together. <laughs> it, it just wasn't supposed to be outside. <laughs> the whole sequence was just one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my entire life. It was kind of fantastic. Well, and, yeah. and then after that, immediately mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're having lunch or dinner or whatever with the little mm-hmm. soups. Mm-hmm. And we see, we see Mando finally. Remove the uh, not completely remove not the completely helmet, at least yeah. at least give us yeah. as they said uh, in geeky waffle the chin slip the chin slip uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a little bit of soup, which I think from based on like how Baby Yoda was looking at him and seemed like yeah. the first time yeah. that first like time he, he, he Baby Yoda was yeah like he down. removed he his was yeah he was very curious like you kind of see him really try and look under it. Um, I, I said it at geeky waffle last night that. Mm-hmm. Baby Yoda doesn't know any difference, so he probably mm. assumed that you know the mask is his actual face. Face, yeah. That yeah. that's just what he looks like. And then in the previous episode, when you see Bo-Katan and the other Mandalorians taking off their helmets, I think it was his first realization that mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. I I think he looks different under there. And then yeah. for the first time, when he kind of lifts it a little bit, which obviously is already a nod at Din being more comfortable around mm-hmm. Baby Yoda and, and trying to show you know a little bit more. Well, and, not just comfortable with him, but also starting to loosen up with the whole you can't remove your mask thing. The way, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he'd never eaten in front of him before, ever. This is the first time mm-hmm. that they're, you know, sharing a meal. Sharing a meal is very mm-hmm. important uh, in most cultures. Yeah. And and then you see Baby Yoda, like, just being a kid and being like, oh, I think there's something under there. Oh, yeah. let me see. <laughs> let me get a peek. So I, that was amazing as well I, we're seeing a lot of progress throughout the episodes i hate how everybody's calling all these episodes filler too because they are building up to something like you well, see well, a lot of character development in all of these mm-hmm. chapters yeah. so and, and, and you know. see that's the whole that whole scene it's just like you see how baby joda has grown mm-hmm. and that whole mm-hmm. you know there's still a real lack of miscommunication there's still a whole like but it's it's getting there they're, they're getting more intimate which is something that yeah tends to happen you know once there's like trust yeah i think that's that's what we're seeing we're seeing baby joda and then trusting each other mm-hmm. especially with how that scene was framed at the end with the two of them you know the camera kind of zooms out and you see the both of them sitting yeah and then just sitting yeah. there and, and you and know then eating and then drinking yeah. the soup at the same time yeah and mm-hmm. end scene i was like oh mm-hmm. perfect way to kind of cap that sequence so we can get that uh, what yeah. you just said yeah because it's, it's them becoming a family mm-hmm. i i, I want to bring something that i think goose did a comment on on live stream i don't know if Goose remembers maybe oh i made a lot of a lot of whiskey but uh kind of like hinted at going back to like you know baby joda where where is it going the dark side of the light side it was mm. like grabbing when grabbing red the cables blue. the red and yeah. blue 
and then kind of like combining them, mm. which kind of hints at, you know, Baby Yoda needs a guide and who other than Ahsoka down the road mm. to guide Baby Yoda in the Force, who's, who's somebody that has already seen both the blue mm. and the red and balanced them. I don't know. I think yeah. something because worth mentioning. I, I, was, I was thinking that too, because especially I think it was framed perfectly when Din says like, don't put them together. Yeah. They're oppositely charged, charged. or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, technically engineering, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It, it, magnets, electricity, mm -hmm. whatever. That, that, that makes sense. But in the meta context of good, evil, like dark and all that stuff, I was like, oh, that's what. Yeah. And the fact Yoda that it was blue and red. With. Yeah. And then when yeah. he combines them, it goes to shit and he gets electrocuted <laughs> and smoke. And I say, like, oh, well, you need to find the appropriate balance because if you don't do it right, it could be catastrophic. And, and, and I get baby, baby Jodas on, on scash. Just like, eh, we could just have Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was like going to be seriously hurt. And then he's just like, smoke coming off of me. Yeah. I think I'm cool. The little, uh, the give little me baby food. cough. <clears throat> oh, oh, so cute. So cute. I know. But then finally, we're on Devour. Yes. <laughs> And we see that scene of taking over the, was it, it wasn't on my second run that I actually noticed that they were taking over the, where the armor? The cantina? Yeah. Ah, the armor's uh, place big, to begin with. The, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I forgot their, the name of with, the species. With, with, with on the, the ferret species. With the oh, ferret love the thing. Ferret. Like, I love the ferret. <laughs> yeah. The ferret lemur thing. Instead of fire breathing lemur ferret? Because well, it was fire breathing in the concept art. He didn't. In the in concept the, art? Yeah, I don't think they made him fire breathing. Um, but it was a really cool scene, too. I mean, to, you know, see where the armor was. And obviously, they're not there anymore. Like, where'd she go? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. we know the armor survived. So oh, yeah. what happened to the armor? The badass you know? lady. I didn't, I didn't buy the Black Series armor thing for her to die off screen. He's coming back. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we've, we've seen it happen with Phasma before, so. Uh, they they uh, Boba Fetted Phasma, but. They Boba Fetted Phasma. But, 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 but Boba Fett is back, so who knows? Who knows? No, 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 no one is really ever dead. That's true. Uh, like in Star Wars, especially, yeah. Especially the Emperor is never really dead. <laughs> especially with this episode. That kind of starts episode. to hint at how that happened, I think, yep. yeah, a little yeah. bit. So let's get back to the episode. I really loved um, You Get to Navarro. How awesome was the statue to IG-11? I, I, I didn't did even not, notice it. I didn't first notice time. it until like you. No. <laughs> like when I was like uh, seeing what everyone was posting yeah. on Twitter and whatnot, then someone said that I'm like, what? and then I rewatched it, but I'm like, oh, how did I miss that? Uh, it was so so good. Yeah. It was fantastic. We we actually paused it and went back. It's like, is that IG eleven? Hold on, go back. We <laughs> caught it on the first watch, and we were really excited. Um, because there's something really redeeming about it, you know. Because yeah, IG eleven was one of my favorite. Didn't go unnoticed. Yeah, and and IG eleven was really one of my favorite things from season one. This you know oh, yeah. assassin bot that gets turned into basically the Mary Poppins of the child. And, and, yes. and Mando is like, no, I'm not trusting this assassin droid with my mm -hmm. kid. Like, no way. Mm -hmm. And 
And then he sacrifices himself at the end to save all of them. And it's just like this beautiful arc of, you know, redemption. And then the fact that it's recognized that they have a statue to him, I thought was a beautiful touch right there. (laughs) So I was really excited. And then that goes into them going to what was the cantina and now it's a school. So I I love that. I was like, yeah, that they're getting out of their way to make sure that oh like education is a thing that has mm-hmm. to happen mm-hmm. like even if you're in the outskirts of the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere in the galaxy far far away yeah. or your home wherever place in the earth you there's a need for education yeah and i actually love the line that they say right before they come in because the new republic's coming in and mm-hmm. how weather says you know if the empire wasn't able to take control of the out, outer rim. Republic yeah. Wish, I thought wish, it was great. Wish, but but it, was, it was also kind of like, don't threat, threat on me kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like no, we're like doing our whole, own thing. Yeah. Like the whole scene was still, uh, still really well filmed because it was Ant Cat with the school scene. But also, the other thing that I appreciated was like last time we saw Navarro. I see Navarro's like a lava planet. So everything's yeah. like uh, lava rocks. So gray and black and whatnot and even like last season every time we were there the every time we were in the city everything was washed out no colors yeah, and like very desolate and yeah and then this time not only was like yeah. you know activity in the in the all the merchants are in the street but yeah. like everything's bright lots of color like mm-hmm. the cinematography stops being so dreary and it's yeah. very very lively and, and it and mm-hmm. caps with uh, with the school which i think was kind of a extends with what you were saying Mo. it's just like with uh, through education we can you know succeed yeah. succeed mm-hmm. as a community and, and, and yeah. flourish and, yeah. and true yes but but there's, there's also then there's also like the dark side of the episode that all of a sudden mm-hmm. you kind of notice like wait who did this and it turns out it's mm-hmm. like like I, it's like oh they're using prisoners to get things done which is morally objectable <laughs> Oh, you're talking about uh, my mythral? Mythral? I don't know. Or mithril. But 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't like mithril because it reminds me of mithril from Lord of the Rings, so I prefer <laughs> mithril, at least for our <laughs> conversation, so I don't get confused. Okay. So <laughs> mithril is what so, we're gonna talk. Oh well, well, well. Before we, I guess I was just saying like that's kind of like the dark side of like, well, how did everything got so clean and like got together? What's what's the labor? Mm-hmm. Like. And it happened to be like if, if there's there's one that's working their shit their time off, which is pretty much just how many other people were working the time off. Working the off the dead, yeah. like yeah. other people that yeah. he had, like Yeah. 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 I mean working off hey. the dead, it's it's pretty much indentured servitude. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's it's it is it is it is an interesting subject because i i can see how it gets a little uh, troublesome but i we and we can go in lots of different directions based on that mm-hmm. uh, but it's kind of i don't I, I think it's through the prism that you're looking at it and in, in my view it's like he was he did some crimes and he was going to be encased in carbonite forever mm-hmm. <laughs> and now he's being given like a community service card to yeah. work his prison his yeah. prison uh, yeah. thing but i don't think it's necessarily indentured servitude 
although you could interpret it that way, we don't really know the the minutia of the of his uh, of his ter of the terms for him being set free. But it's you know I think that's the same thing we have in many prison systems here in the U.S. or in Europe and whatnot, where good behavior. I, I, and... I, I, I will intervene and say that is well semi true, but. Mm. The fact that they were playing with, oh, I'll the take a hundred years off, or I'll take thirty years off, that's that's why there's like international review boards. That's where there's like things in place to prevent that. But in my of... mind, the, the the way the way he was saying it made me think that mitrals have a long life expectancy. So for him, it's, because for him, it's, his life expectancy was oh, he only has fifty more years, and it's just like what's What's a hundred years out of a two hundred and fifty years or whatever it was sentenced, but like we're gonna say, oh, hundred, I can still have a yeah. great life after yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know again. Uh, I don't know uh, that's all of it. I'm just saying it's kind of morally weird. Yeah, we I need to get an intergalactic lawyer to yes <laughs> figure out the what's what's going on galactically with the labor Galact laws, especially with the new republic. Mm -hmm. I mean, grief Karga, I feel like he was really, you know. <laughs> kind of lenient about it. He didn't really seem yeah. really strict about, you know, I mean, he's shaving off years like it's nothing and he's treating him really well. So I don't think we should look into it too much as like slave and he can have a nice, honestly. he can have a nice speeder. It's not, it's yeah. not as if he's chained to his desk. He's living yeah. a normal life. Yes. And he's clearly so getting anyway. paid because how can he afford a new brand spanking new speeder? If yeah. he's and, just... and then all his tools well, well, and everything. Well, well, he, he did mention he was rich. Where I, before, so he could. Well, but Griff Carga could have taken. He could have taken. Well, he was money. doing apparently some creative accounting, and that's how creative he had accounting. money. That's yeah. how. Yeah. Yeah. There we so, go. so anyway, let's just go back to the school and how incredibly cute Baby Yoda was in the school too. And, and, and poor Baby Yoda's need to learn how to communicate. Oh, wait, did you guys saw the the little girl with race hair? Yes, with race hair. Do yeah. it was. Fantastic. I was like, yes. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys also notice that there were no aliens in that school? Yeah. Yeah. Which and then everybody. That I feel that which they're kind of like going back on, which I think they were doing so well in the beginning yeah. of the season. I know. Of, you know, having mm -hmm. uh, other rate uh, aliens be co-equal yeah. to mm -hmm. humans. And all of a sudden now we've kind of come back to making, you know, the aliens don't all... have names anymore. They're now on the side characters or evil. Let's look at the Membanese guy that betrayed yeah. them. The red guy who's like betrayed them. The Bondababa yeah. dudes that were stealing the, the covert stuff. They're evil again. So it's kind of like, okay, we're kind of going back to stereotyping yeah. aliens again. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way, what they've been doing lately. I, I agree. Yeah. I hadn't really noticed because I was so focused I mean, I, on Baby Yoda being I so cute. But I only noticed it because they were doing so well with it before yeah. the season started. Mm -hmm. So yeah. now it's just like, wait, 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 what happened with all this? <laughs> what happened to all the inclusion that we were doing yeah. before and, yeah. and everything that you did with, you know, rock lady and frog husband and <sighs> yeah, you're right. Now, now I'm kind of sad now that you put that out. And, I and it was, it, it's been so weird because like the ant, the ant guy that uh, I always forget the a Amy Sedaris's character. I always forget her name is playing Sabak with, he gets a name, Dr. Mandible, but then all the main alien characters that have been in the episodes don't get names, like Frog Lady's Frog Lady. Mm -hmm. The Mithril guy is called Mithril. 
like all of them are named by their race and they don't get names anymore. Well, Pepe Yoro doesn't have a name either. Because that's, it's happening. One, we don't know the species name, so we don't have a species name for him. But then Mando's going to name him. He's going to be like Little Dinny or something. I don't know. <laughs> Little uh, Dinny? Yeah, wow. or something. <laughs> He's going to get a name. Anyway, so back to the school scene. People are like upset. They're calling Baby Yoda a bully. And I think that's completely wrong. I think he, this time he was very polite. You know, he asked first. It's like, may I have some? Yeah, the kid was a jerk. He's like, learn. The kid was a jerk. Um, And he's kind of learning from Din. It's like, you don't just take, because he could have just taken them with the force from the Mm -hmm. beginning. Like he actually asked this time and Mm -hmm. he did his best, like, Puss in Boots, like huge eyes, like, please. Yes. And, you know, kid's a jerk. Just, you know, give him the cookies. Just Although now Baby Yoda needs to learn to accept when someone doesn't want Rejects to Rejects his, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, and, and like I said yesterday, yeah. he didn't take all of them. He left him one. One. How would that's you because, feel that's if you because, had a pack of Thin That's because it fell off of the package. <laughs> exactly, because he would have taken that one too. It's like if you have a pack of Thin Mints and I just steal them mm-hmm. and just leave you a crumb, mm-hmm. you're not going to be like, oh, thank you for leaving me a crumb. <laughs> and by the way, I do love that, and I think this was mentioned in a couple of the live streams that you were in, uh, that they didn't even try to hide the fact that they're macaroons. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, no, these are macaroons. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, space macaroons. macaroons. Mm-hmm. And then two, that they're like in Girl Scout cookie wrappers. I love it because I can just imagine little alien Girl Scouts Running, uh, you know, going around <laughs> selling, selling, intergalactic, selling them. intergalactic Girl Scout macaroons. I, I just, uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> so it makes me think, are there space thin mints? I must know. Oh and are they going to sell those macaroons? Are they going to sell those macaroons? And is blue milk an ingredient <laughs> into these like intergalactic yeah. thin mints? Blue milk as an ingredient. Yeah. Or green milk, since now that's a thing. Or green milk. You last Jedi. Yeah. Are you green milk is a thing? Yeah, then you remember yeah. Last Jedi when Luke is getting yeah, a... That's, that's kind of like blue milk, though. It was, it was, it was green. It was greenish. green. Yeah. It was tur- turquoise. Let's just... <laughs> Fine. A greenish, a greenish hue of blue. Anyway, so... Come on, guys. Focus. Focus. Um, back to the episode. I, I think other people were, again, complaining that there was another uh, kind of you rub my back, I rub your back. It wasn't that. This episode wasn't that. This episode was, I already need to spend time here because my ship is not going to get magically restored. I have to spend time here anyway. And my friends are asking for help. So it wasn't this, you know, I have to do something for you. So you do something for me. They already offered to fix his ship and, and he like offered his help. You see him like actually having friends now and wanting to help. Mm-hmm. This, but, but this episode felt also like like a video game. Like, yeah, I oh, was gonna I was like, gonna say that. Yeah, like I'm here, you know, I'm fixing my ship. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take twenty uh, half an hour because that's apparently what magically took to fix that ship. Like yeah. thirty minutes tops. Yeah, yeah I was and then it's brand and new. Brand yeah. new play <laughs> all in order by any chance. Oh, it it felt exactly like Fallen Order. It was. It felt exactly. Yeah, it's like there's even one planet I. Which planet it was? There's like one planet in Fallen Order that's like ex- looks exactly like Navarro, and the setup yeah. for the Imperial facility was exactly the same. So I was like, and, oh my and, god, this is live action Fallen Order, except without a lightsaber. Without a lightsaber, yep. 
It was so good. I, but I do like, but I loved it because I'm like, yeah, I love video games. Why not? Not to, I, I was just like, commenting, like, it just felt like, you know, I, I'm just here waiting, like, why not do a side quest? I'll get some experience yeah. and get yeah, some exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> That's, that's that. But, but that's how this whole season has kind of felt also. Mm. Like, Mando's yeah. just like being dragged along, like, oh, I have to, this is my main quest, get baby Joda to the Jedi. And then everything else is just like mm. the side quests that are just to get to the end. Which isn't bad though. No, it's not bad. It's just yeah. that's what life life that's what life is. Yeah. And life he's making connections. Side quest. <laughs> yeah. And he's making connections along the way and, and, and meeting new people and, and he grows from you know each yeah. new connection that he makes. And but this side quest is very important though, because it kind of goes into what they discover. Yeah. In the facility, which is not actually an imperial military facility, it's an actual imperial uh, research lab. lab. Yep. Lab facility. And what do we find, Nanny, when they explore? So, so they get there, and, and I thought other people were complaining. It's like, why are there so many stormtroopers there if it's supposed to be an abandoned base? It's like, watch the entire episode, realize that it's a secret base, it's a lab. And yes, they were trying to make their presence like minimal but yes it's armed because there's a lot of sensitive information in there. so this is what they first wanted the child for and you remember when din saved him in season one he was like you know under the machine and they were doing things to him and mm. now we find out like the reason that they were taking his blood for was for these experiments that i think may lead into you know Snoke and Palpatine and all of that. But mm -hmm. before we get there, I think they really are trying to make, you know, super soldiers. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, stormtroopers so with don't force think powers. The, you don't think that the clone that was in the vat was... I don't Snoke? think... I Honestly, I don't think it looked like Snoke, personally. That's, I don't that's think interesting, does. Nani, because and and the live stream... We were at, uh, I think one of our the guests, Ian, were talking about like the shadow troopers and kind of like troopers. dark troopers. There we go. The Can dark they? troopers, yeah. Yeah. And I, like it kind of adds up to like, oh, they're kind of like those soldiers. And, and, and it, at the end, it kind of felt like that was the byproduct. Like at, at first, I thought it was like Palpatine and like yeah, it's but I, I think it's more but then into the super not, trooper thing because you see the armors <laughs> super at the end. Troopers. Super troopers, <laughs> dark dark troopers, dark troopers, <laughs> shadow troopers, whatever. Let's just the super shadow dark troopers. <laughs> super troopers. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's Palpatine. Absolutely not. I think Palpatine's doing his own dark Sith magic cloning in Exegol. That's this seems separate, to be a, super a, a Moff Gideon thing. Uh, I, I think it could be Snoke because I think this might be like one of Palpatine's contingencies was to create Snoke in secret and then like have them restart, have him, restart like, the First Order mm -hmm. in the unknown regions unbeknownst to everybody. So this could be like a hyper secret cloning thing. But I do like that idea that like the dark troopers are a red herring. And we don't get to see them. And this cloning M count midichlorian thing is to create. Oh, like by some the way, I love that Robocop thing. I love that they were like M count. 
like they kind of avoid to say midi chlorians it's like this is not happening we're not saying midi chlorians we're just like m count yeah well it it has it has become the m word in in star wars not the m word the m word (laughs) oh my god go on that's that no i think that was beautiful to tie it in because like it just like whoa like i was like oh like it, it's it's going full circle so it's it will be interesting to see but at the same time they did it so seamless that if yeah. someone has never seen anything they're like the m count yeah. it kind of sounds like oh yeah mm. sure like something happens. important you don't yeah. really know you, yeah or you or you don't even care it's like oh yes i am count well sure, and whatever. then we already we get dr pershing back you know mm. in the hologram and we've kind of already established that he does have a link to Camino, so he knows about cloning. Well the he other about- the other two the other two dudes that were on the on the keyboard or whatever, they also had the patch. The patch. Yeah, Dr. And yeah. and they were immediately like, we have to destroy the information. They this did a can't get job. out. Yeah. Obviously they did a terrible <laughs> job. But uh I think it moved the story the forward. That's not gonna do anything. Yeah. A lot. Like you know, you're having a the possible link here to the sequel trilogies, like, mm-hmm. you know, an origin to how this happened, which we haven't gotten at all so far. So you have a possible link to that. We have a possible link of how the Dark Troopers were really created. We don't know uh, Moff Gideon's endgame yet, obviously, but I, I think it speaks very highly to what we're going to see in the next few episodes, because basically mm-hmm. now you have Mando with Baby Yoda going to Ahsoka. Mm-hmm with Moff Gideon having a tracker on him. So now he's going to be able to find all of them. Maybe Bo-Katan knowing where they are as well. So you're kind of just having all these storylines just like coming together. Which I think was the interesting thing of like them ending the episode with Mando leaving alone because I thought he was going to recruit Grief Karga and Cara Dune and kind of have them come along. To help them out, but the fact that he left, it's just like, wait, are... I'm sure that their character story isn't over yet. So, like, how are we gonna bring them Go back, back to that again? Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that might maybe that been like intentional, like, oh, like, like breaking off time, breaking off, like you know, mm-hmm. we, we can we can decide to never go back. To Moving on to the next and step. Let's just so that we don't have to use a certain character again, just in case. Type of scenario. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like the we will see the mithril again for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like just get, gave up that impression. That we're gonna see them again? Yeah. Maybe, maybe like these glorified maybe, cameo may- characters. I know some people really love these SNL people, but like I'm not a fan, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. Okay, and then how about the action scenes? Yeah, total video game, Disney ride thing. It was so, 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 so much fun. It, it was, was so cool. It was so Star Wars. Yeah, it was so old school, yeah. just full Star Wars. The whole mm-hmm. look of the base. I mean, when they go to turn off the lava, it looks very reminiscent of A New Hope. A New Hope, yeah. And, you know, uh, Obi-Wan turning off the tractor beam it looks like it except this time you have lava and somebody like very scared that doesn't want to go near it but it was meta meta saying that there's no handrails (laughs) (laughs) i know um 
And then when Mando goes back to that hallway, it also is reminiscent of the hallway scene with uh, Luke and Leia. And you have like yes, troopers yeah. on the one side. And then obviously now he doesn't have, and he just mm-hmm. shoots off on the jetpack. I love every time that Mando uses the jetpack. He looks oh, yeah. so fantastic. cool. <laughs> I know. And then you have the speeders, mm-hmm. which doing were a trench cool. run, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And and then you I see love, them like, actually uh, crashing into each other. Like, <laughs> oh, that was so good. That it was, was so good. well shot. And then after they start going behind the tank, and then you see that one random like stormtrooper helmet just rolling yeah, in the yeah, ground. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's just I think it was fantastically shot. Mm-hmm. I think it was really fun. I think there was really fun is the operating word for this episode. Yep. It was it was fun and and it was very 80s action film. You know, yep. you you got a lot of like Indiana Jones and the canyon. Carl Weathers, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you had the tie fighters coming in and yeah. the tie fighters were fantastic. That was, that was a beautiful design. Like they just mm-hmm. like popped up to and then open up the I just I just like that how they've done like all these references to previous Star Wars moments without being like direct recreations yeah. of those moments or direct mm-hmm. quotes from them. Yes, now that you were saying with the scene with you know with uh, the mitral going and, and turning off the whatever it was for the lava, yeah. which was the comparison with the Obi Wan scene and then obviously yeah. the Mando and the Luke and Leia scene across the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also like I felt like the whole sequence of them running away through the canyon was mm-hmm. like a dual homage to one the trench run on the Death Star yeah. and then to like the pot racing sequence. Especially like when they le- end end that sequence and they you know it opens and they're going and they see the town. It's kind of like the flat plane going. It's kind of like that's 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 the end of the pot race. Yeah. When it's a, just a Bulba and Anakin going straight to the to the end. And what do they mix on top of that? Like the a space fight sequence from the force awakens or like they're doing the same the turnover moves yeah yeah it was so yeah. well done and i especially like how the camera was so much more dynamic and these shots with especially with the flying because usually when you see like the camera go into like one of the tie fighter pilot seats it's you know mm-hmm. very static and you just see them sitting and flying but here you know the camera was very dynamic and seeing how the tie pilot is is engaging in the cockpit so yeah. it was it was very 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 exhilarating, and I really yeah. enjoyed it. So like mm-hmm. I, I, people that say that it's filler, it's just like no, I mean definitely not a filler episode because if he had not done this, he would not be finding out all these things that Moff Gideon is doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. achievement unlocked, as far as I'm concerned. I, I I think to to add another like homage, like also at the end, kind of like when the Racer Crest comes, it's kind of like oh. very Millennium Falcon coming in with Han. Yeah, like, yeah, saving like. Yeah. Oh, what's gonna yeah. happen now and then? But they're like, I think we're, I think we're out. And then the Tie Fighters come in. It's like I think we're dead. And yeah. then the and Racer baby, Crest does. And the, Baby Yoda enjoying the show. It's like, yeah. like he's in a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, and and then throws off on himself. Yeah. Which I thought was very cute. Yes. And so cute. and oh, and then Din like wipes it off with his own cape, which was like such a daddy moment there again. Like. Yeah. But well, I like that he takes the time okay? to wipe it off while he's fighting TIE Fighters. He's like, oh, you gotta, gotta do this. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. so, you're a dad now. You're yeah. <laughs> multitasking. Okay. Yes. Multitasking. Yes. You, you, can, like, you can really see the baby. bond now. Yes. Always. But, 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 but I, I think this episode also, like, 
it showed like one thing that's very attaches to Mando's journey is that if you notice there was a lot of like camera framed on the controls mm -hmm. like you will see Mando like using a lot of levers you will see like a lot of like mm -hmm. pulling levers on the machines the TIE fighters pulling levers I think it's it's kind of could be indirectly tying to Mando that's losing control but at the same time is learning how to navigate mm -hmm. this whole new like experience of being yeah. a father and being like its own way because mm -hmm. it, it, it like it kind of felt when I saw it the second time I was like the controls are just so obvious it just I, I felt like there might be a connection there I mean that's interesting though because when you were saying that I'm starting I started thinking about the symmetry in a way that the Razor Crest has with Mando's journey so I think it was very clear that the Razor Crest started breaking down the minute that Mando's breaking down not not necessarily in terms of like his uh, belief in the creed when Bo-Katan tells him that you know he's a religious zealot basically but more when he's figuring out how to be a dad that's when Razor Crest starts you know not being in optimum condition, right? Yeah. And especially after the Bo-Katan episodes when the ship is completely destroyed, basically, destroyed. Yeah. because he has been completely destroyed. And after this episode, when, you know, we see him take care of baby Yoda more, one, more affectionately, two, more directly and engaged, in a more engaged fashion, we see the ship finally being kind of being All rebuilt. Shiny and like, yeah. yeah, because Mando, in a way, is rebuilding himself. So I yeah. think I think that kind of ties oh, I like that saying. Yeah. Although there is one thing that it's a nitpick, but I have to say it because otherwise I'll explode. <laughs> How did Mando have time to get the baby to get baby Yoda? It's like he had time to like fly away from while these guys are in the trench, and then and doing go their back trench to the run, school, go to the school, get the, get the baby, yeah. get the ship, come back. It's like whoa, he, like he didn't have to get the baby; he could have just gotten the ship. Mm. Well, I, I bet what happened. Faster. What probably happened is when he went to the bay, it's like, well, we're still not ready. We're finally. It's like, oh, God damn it. Okay. I have time. I have get time to get pick, I have I time time to to get pick up my baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. But then because after that, that, that ship was fixed really fast. Really fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'll, if my car ever goes down, I want to have I'm going to Navarra. Because yeah. 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 now it's like mint condition. It was oh, literally yeah. just covered in algae and parts are flying off. And yeah. now it's mint condition, all shiny yeah. and stuff and, and shiny, fully functional. Yeah. Yep. Like, no, no pieces falling off, which I, I'll admit I was a little bit salty because, like, you know, we've grown up uh, th knowing that the Mon Calamari are like these amazing engineers that make these badass star cruisers that the Republic and the Rebellion uses. And all of a sudden, like this Mon Calamari just does a hack job. Just like, was he like a reject from engineering school in, in Mon Cala or something? And he had a badass sweater, you would think. He had you know, a badass sweater. Thing. <laughs> well, 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 we don't, I, I, I don't know what was it, like a thousand whatever credits he gave. I don't, know. I, don't I, I don't know how I don't know how much you know that that ship was in really bad condition. I don't True. know how much how that translates into yeah. yeah. Like I'm I'm sorry, Good like point. fixing a car sometimes it's like you just um, take it yeah. in until tell you you know you have a tiny unicorn in your muffler or something and you can't say <laughs> you, 
yeah, I have like I have five hundred bucks. Like, the hell do I know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> but that's a nitpick. Uh, but then the ultimate callback to all of the movies is that shot of the. It's not a star destroyer, but of a Moff Gideon's ship coming into yeah. frame, just like in yeah. Any Hope. And it star. has that very Any Hope intro, yeah. Oh but God. then at the end, it looks more like the ships from the Clone Wars because they have yeah. like the extra yeah. exhausts on the back. It's uh, but yeah. just that that look, I was like, oh my God, A New Hope. It's, it's, so, it's and like so... the ships looked like a model, but in a good way. You know, it doesn't look in like a good way. Cheap yeah. model. Yeah. It looked like a like. Like it felt so. Uh, the the Real. effects on this show so are amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very immersive. You feel like you're there all over mm -hmm. again. It's yeah, like yeah. you're rediscovering the Star Wars universe all okay. over again. And and I hope you know for people that this is their first interaction with Star Wars that it's so beautifully done that this is mm -hmm. the first introduction. And hopefully they'll go into so many things in Star Wars. Because there's yeah. so many amazing things in Star Wars, I feel. Yeah. So I think that's one of the cool things, though, about this show is that not only is it like a good homage for the previous mm -hmm. uh, films that we've seen before, but it's a good it's a it's a good gateway, so to speak, yeah. for mm -hmm. engaging with the with the with with, with Star Wars because like yeah. you can start on it fresh without yeah. knowing anything, mm -hmm. and like you won't necessarily get all the deep cut references. Mm -hmm. But like it's accessible and it will yeah. allow you to like if you want to dig deeper into it, you go and yeah. go deeper if you want. If you just want to enjoy the show on a surface level, you can do that too. Yeah. It's a very flexible show for like new fans, mm -hmm. which yeah. I think it's it's a fantastic thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we can totally geek Always out like we do, <laughs> but you can also be because it's not. It panders to all types of fans. Like mm -hmm. even going yeah. into it and knowing nothing about Star Wars, you can still follow the story, yeah, and still find the characters relatable. Mm -hmm. it, and you don't have does, to you don't have to know who Ahsoka is or Bo Katan. You don't have to. Yeah, nothing. I know. Yeah, we can geek out about it, but Mando doesn't know. You know, no, exactly. We have Mando to, is Mando the, exactly, doesn't exactly. know. Mando he's is the, he's the, the fan <laughs> watching the show for the first yeah. time, <laughs> and has no idea who anybody is. So you can take mm -hmm. that journey. As a fan, that this is the first thing that you watch, and it's it it's a credit to Favreau and Filoni and how they're doing the storytelling so incredibly well and so inclusive that you don't close the door on people that haven't been lifetime fans. It's Which it's I think kind is the of, advantage the advantage yeah. of not having to be tied to uh, mm -hmm. the main storyline, mm -hmm. not having to have to do with Skywalker's or. Yeah. Anything kind of gives you that freedom to just, mm -hmm. if you want to do these callbacks and tie-ins, you can do them organically without them feeling forced or mm -hmm. having to have like some, this reference to that timeline that you can't, that you don't feel free to do anything creative. I mean, the show is in a great position to just do whatever it needs to creatively and tie into whatever it wants organically, which mm -hmm. I think yeah. is when all those type of things work better. Mm -hmm. So I think we should... Say goodbye. I think that was good for today. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it Anybody want to say anything else about the episode? Well, I I, I just love that ending. The whole mm. it just felt like a the the beginning of something completely different. I know. He's, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. And we don't know 
anything. Yeah. Anything. Anything. And, and, and we're at the halfway point, yeah. and they're setting up like all these elements coming together. So I think it's gonna get really exciting. And we get we yeah. get Moff Gideon and Definitely. and that whoever that lieutenant or sergeant or whatever badass she's badass, badass. Mm -hmm. she they had such like camera presence and like i was like whoa like they seem like the the next power thing going on like and the, the other wait. thing about it the other thing about it though and I, I many people have said it already but the thing is important to keep mentioning it is that every scene from the trailers we've already seen yeah. officially with this episode ending we've seen everything from the trailer so every so we know new thing every new thing that's going to come up is brand new things that we have no idea what's going to happen so i'm really excited to go into like completely unknown territory and especially, especially next episode, next episode. <laughs> baloney uh, uncharted territory oh yes more <laughs> so, baby yoda please look forward to it we are looking forward to it and we shall discuss the next episode. Yep. Yep. Remember to follow us. <laughs> we are the Triad of the Fours. Twitter, YouTube, podcasts, everywhere. everywhere. We love you guys. Comment. May the Force be with you. <laughs>